0: Hello and welcome to Teenagers Untangled, the audio hug for parents going through the teenage years. I'm Rachel Richards, journalist, parenting coach, mother of two teenagers and two bonus daughters.
1: Hi there, I'm Susie Asley, mindfulness coach, mindful therapist and musician, and mother of three teenagers, two of them
0: are twins. Susie, how do you get a bikini body? Oh, uh, uh, is this a joke? (laughs) You get a bikini and you put it on your body. Perfect. Perfect answer. Exactly that. (laughs) Now, we've had this message from an Australian listener via Instagram. I'm not going to identify her, but I will read out everything she said because I think it's really important and something many of us are going to be struggling with. And parents of sons, please still listen, because actually this really affects all of us. Mm. So she wrote, Thank you for your time, brilliant research and down-to-earth chatty style. I have greatly appreciated your podcast in Australia and would love to ask a question around sexualised clothing and images Online. My 15 year old shows me what girls are posting when I question her choice of image in a bikini. And quite frankly, I'm horrified. My daughter has very developed curves, but making some choices around push up bras and content, which I feel is hypersexualized for her age. It's caused many heated discussions, and our relationship is breaking. My daughter previously dressed well, and we always had a great relationship. She used to listen to guidance, and I feel she made good choices. And all of this has changed so quickly. We're struggling. I listened to your podcast about clothing, but I feel she's too old to play with this sort of dress up stuff. Mm. Anyway, so in this episode, we're going to discuss Bikini Post. It'll become obvious why I'm talking about Bikini Post. Um, We'll talk about social media and we'll talk about the world in which our girls and boys are actually growing up. And I say that because I think it's critically important that parents of teen boys understand the context so they can talk with their sons also about what they're seeing. Yeah, really important for boys too. And I shared on my newsletter some graphs in the FT showing how young males and females are diverging in their attitudes greatly. Mm. Boys are becoming much more conservative. Girls are becoming much more liberal. Ooh, interesting. Mm. And this is kind of, I think they surveyed 18 to 25 year olds or something. And this is seen across the world. It's not in one country. And there's a particular divergence in attitudes in South Korea. Mm. So this is this is actually fundamentally important, right? But let's start with nuggets. Susie
1: nuggets. Yeah, well, I found myself um, having been on my own with my kids since they were tiny, being the main bearer of any worries. (laughs) And um, there have been a lot of worries, particularly with one of them, you know, really specific, difficult things and i found myself falling into the trap of of the habit of worrying you know the idea yes. that um oh everything seems to be okay or oh, and then finding myself wait there must be something to worry about, something to worry about. Mm-hmm. and that's a, it's a real thing as well yes. that i was I was, I was talking to my partner about something just this morning and suddenly i suddenly realized oh this doesn't feel very nice and Actually, do you know what? I'm just going to step back for a moment and and have a think about is this an actual thing or am I fi- f- fitting in something because I need to to fit that worry hole somehow? I don't know if that's making any sense. Makes a lot of sense. But we I think we often we often do that. We we the habit of the norm might not be a great norm or a great thing, but when it changes, we
0: kind of want it back again because it's familiar. Absolutely. I think that's an amazingly yeah. good point and I think we all fall into that trap sometimes yeah. where you know, you get a little bit of calm and then mm. you think, wait, I'm supposed to be worrying about something. Yeah, And you fall back we'll into it. We fixate on something yes. that maybe actually we should it's just leave it alone. Big. Stop yes. picking the scab off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Thank you for that one. Um, mine is to do with the interview I did last week with Elise Resch. And it's to do with Eating and intuitive eating. And I had a few bits of feedback from parents going, oh, this is amazing. But Mm -hmm. also one saying, no, um, I have to tell my kids what's healthy eating. I have to inform them. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. And I definitely got this wrong. I Mm -hmm. pushed my ideas and ideals onto my daughters in terms of healthy eating. I've studied nutritional therapy. I've spent a lot of time worrying about all of this because I come from a background of um, really poor attitudes towards eating very strong diet culture that never worked nobody Mm. ever got thin or stayed thin and I would say that the the net impact was that the you know the one who took it on ended up taking it on too hard and the one who didn't like it rebelled heavily and any time that she was out of my sight she'd buy you know McDonald's, yeah, so i don't I honestly don't think us pushing our own values onto our kids will work, and I can't help thinking that we need to te- get a new approach to food that's to do with intuitive eating. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that fixed me completely when I stopped and I thought, I'm going to just listen to my body and eat when I'm ready to eat. now yes. am I hungry? no, I'm not hungry, am I hungry no I'm not, hungry. and then I waited and waited and thought wait this is awful I mean how long am I going to have to wait until I'm hungry and it just completely transformed my Mm. relationship with food because I ate when I was hungry and I noticed and then I only ate what I wanted to eat Mm -hmm. so you stop having all these rebellious feelings about food but more than that you start to have joy about food we need to actually treat it as a joyous occasion you come together you eat and you eat slowly and, and you appreciate it yeah and we panic don't
1: we when our kids are not eating especially when they're little and we think they need to be but it's it's letting them listen to their bodies i used to ask mine when they were little you obviously can't do it when they're teenagers but Mm. you know (laughs) what do you want to eat what's your head telling you and what does your body tell you i love that And your head is probably going i Cream, chocolate, sweets, and but your body will—if you really listen—it will give you a different answer. And they kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah, No, no, I do get it now. Actually, it's very hard,
0: and I think. But I think there are so many mixed messages and lots of shame about body and size, and there's so much obesity and concern about Mm. health. So I just, but I do think just reducing it all to coming back to how does your body actually feel about food is so much healthier, mindfully, and it's a good way of getting through it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, you have a review for us i do um it is called a lovely five star review from finding a community i absolutely love this episode so many great nuggets curiosity over judgment will apply to finding why my teenage bonus son is doing a bare minimum at school and trying to build stronger relationship with him the importance of community and that everything works out in the end i had to leave a lovely community when the girls were little and i haven't found another one yet well actually i did yours thank you oh <laughs> that's so lovely well from well-being journaling from instagram thank you so much It's such a beautiful, such thing, a beautiful to thing to say and
0: that's exactly what we're trying to do you're all in our community yeah. let's do this together none of us is getting it no. right all the time the fact you're listening makes you a great parent how's about how about that
1: how about that and you know we need a village and you know, our village is, is we do. changed we maybe do. this is now our village yes. yes yes
0: now coming back to our listener whose daughter is posting provocative bikini shots. Mm. Uh, she actually sent up a follow-up me, follow message saying, I just wish I could unpack why there is such a desire to conform with young girls. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this. Her daughter had moved six months ago school. So that will have an impact. Mm-hmm. And we talked about friendship groups in, in episode 10 and the pressure of being in a group mm-hmm. and needing to fit in. So that will definitely have an impact. Yes. Moving is, is can be really tricky for, yes, yes. for teenagers. So... I, since she sent this message, have been asking everybody who will talk to me about it, uh, what their thoughts are about it. And I've done quite a bit of research online. And I want to start with context because our girls are growing up online in a world where they're seeing things that will impact on their understanding of what is normal mm-hmm. and acceptable. So context, there is a non-stop stream of pictures in cabloids and social media of women in bikinis. And the comments, like what I did was I did a quick search of comments in tabloids about it, Mm. um, which I will. So this shows off her incredible frame, shows off her svelte figure, turns up the heat and flaunts her insane bikini body, shows off her curves in a plunging white bikini. These are the comments Mm. made by in the papers by journalists when they're posting these pictures. Yeah. So it's giving these photos a spin yeah a vogue writer actually talked about this and she said taking a swimwear selfie has become an integral part of modern holidaying experience at least that's how it feels if you're on social media yes now the issue is that not everybody is doing it it's a political thing so uh for example the very beautiful amanda holden she's a A a woman is very well known in the UK shared a photograph of herself in a black bikini on holiday. And Andrew Tate responded, you are a wife and a mother and you're far past a teenager. There is no need for this post. Whoa. Mm -hmm. So he's (laughs) making the assumption about why she's posting. Right. Yeah. I noticed on Instagram that a woman who'd had children posted a photo of herself trying on a simple black swimming costume. And she's a very positive poster. Yeah. There were lots of responses and one word that stood out was, that's disgusting, no one wants to see that. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And the American actor Jonah Hill allegedly sent a text to his ex-girlfriend, who's a surfer, saying she shouldn't share photos of herself in a swimsuit on social media because it went against his boundaries. Okay. She's a surfer. So, so the reason I'm saying it's a political thing is that, uh, that there's an element of women saying, you know, this is my body. Yeah. This is who I am. I'm doing this for me. Yep. And men looking at it going, mm-mm. Shouldn't I be doing it. So, oh and God, yes, it's, really it's very interesting when you start digging. And a teen perspective, I spoke to one particularly articulate teen because I thought, let's find out what teenagers actually think. Mm-hmm. And this girl is in her mid-teens. I said, how do you feel about girls posting bikini shots? She said, you have to feel okay about it. If you don't, you'd walk around feeling horrible the whole time because it's everywhere.
1: Mm, Interesting.
0: I said, what do you think of the girls who post? She said, I don't judge. They can do what they want. Although certain posts make me cringe or feel sorry for the girl because it looks like she's trying too hard. Mm -hmm. Is your opinion different depending on the body of the girl? Mm. And she said, no, because there is really only one body type that ever gets shown. People don't post bikini shots unless they fit within a very, very tight band of what your body should look like. Mm -hmm. I asked, why do you think they post those pictures? And she said, because they want to show how powerful they are because they have that body. Yeah. Other girls then sort of look up to them because the boys give them lots of likes and attention. And it's about social cachet.
1: Yeah, social capital, isn't it? Having a beautiful body. Yes.
0: And I said, so do you think they're doing it for the boys or for the girls? And she said... Well, it's because the boys will give them lots of likes and attention, which then gives them social status and power. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, I do think it's for the boys. Mm. So that's just one, one girl's perspective. But I thought it was very insightful and gave yeah. us a lot to think about. And are these pictures of her friends, like people in her, her peers people. or just she's in general? Just people, people. in general, people everything, in general. And it, because we're surrounded by it. Yeah. Yeah. I asked a 13 year old because mm-hmm. she's just gone up to, to school and she visibly squirmed. Okay. And um, she said, "Well, if it was someone my age, that would be weird." Yeah. And she said, "If it's a fifteen-year-old, okay, maybe." And um, and I think it's really interesting because I have my daughters did when they first went up to senior school, show me pictures of girls in their mm. age group who were thirteen who were posting these shots. Okay. Who all fit in, fit into that type. Yeah. Um, but they felt very uncomfortable about them. Mm. So what do we think? <laughs> now I asked um, a woman in her mid 20s because that's a good good because these are the girls who started out on social media. Mm-hmm. They were kind of the the front line of the social media wave. When when you get to late 20s they weren't really it wasn't really there yet. No. So it's very interesting to hear their perspective. Yeah. So she said and can I just add she actually has the body of a model. Mm-hmm. So that will Skew the way she looks at things. Yeah. She says, I would never judge what someone else wants to post unless it's harmful. It's not really any of my business. If we're talking about 13 year olds taking suggestive um, come a hither photos and posting them on an open platform, then yes, I think that's problematic. If, however, we're talking about women uploading photos of themselves in bikinis or more explicit outfits, that is where I take issue with the shame often associated and perpetrated, she said, usually by other women. Mm-hmm. I personally love to see when a person embraces and loves their body and feels comfortable in sharing it. I think it's an outdated opinion that women should feel they need to cover up or hide themselves.
1: Mm. Interesting, interesting.
0: That is and that really their bodies are interpreted as sexual rather than that they're just doing this because it's empowering.
1: Yeah, those are two very, very different things, aren't they? And the judgment is yes. is, is very much based on those two positions. Yes.
0: The Vogue writer explicitly said, you can only post if you're a size 8. She was a size 8. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's just a size eight, but you know it's small. Yeah, and according so, to who? Like, well, this is what they're saying. <laughs> oh so this is—it's very interesting because Oof. this is when you because there are unwritten rules, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to lay this out because if you're looking at girls and thinking I don't understand why they're doing this, mm-hmm. you need to understand the world through their lens. We yeah. need to hear what they're saying and they're thinking, yeah. whether it's right or wrong. You need to understand. Um. I spoke to a woman who said she'd seen her daughter posting bikini selfies in front of a mirror and mm-hmm. she's mortified because she said it's all about showing off and getting attention. I can't, I just can't bear it. It mm. makes me embarrassed. But her daughter's older. So she said, it's not my choice. She can do what she wants. Um, and some people said, well, you could say they're being attention seeking, but then everybody's looking for attention if they're on social media. Yeah, That's what it's, it's about. It's really
1: tricky, isn't it? And it's clearly triggering us. So we first and foremost, it mm-hmm. always comes back to. Why is it triggering you so much? Correct. And Until you've sorted that out, you actually are kind of a bit at sea as to how you manage it. Yes, because if it's really triggering you because you have stuff about your, I don't know your own body or mm-hmm. what you think is appropriate or all of that stuff, any of it, your own family stuff, then then you're not going to be able to even know what you think about your daughter. Yes. Um, It's really important to unpack that first.
0: Yes. Um, The the Vogue writer said it's a way of claiming ownership over something that often feels like it belongs to someone else.
1: Yeah.
0: Studies have found that the pleasure centres in teenagers' brains respond to the reward of getting those likes Mm. on Instagram exactly as they would when they think about sex or money. Mm, it's it's a, a big boost, yes. Yeah. And other people say, "Well, what, let them be proud of themselves. Yeah. Let them be confident. Let them feel beautiful mm. and validated. Why not?" Mm. So we'll go into this. In really, why interesting. not? It's very multi-layered, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Why, very, why not? Yes.
1: Why not? Because
0: there are a lot well, you, because of it has difference. an impact.
1: Yes, yeah, digital. It's still all online now.
0: Yes. So they have little choice about being on social media, and I and the reason I say that, I know that some parents are great at holding their kids mm-hmm. back. Then they're, they're in the minority. Mm-hmm. I did not, I didn't say you can't go on social media, but I really discussed with my girls, the whole concept mm-hmm. of being on social media and they completely held back. Mm-hmm. But then my daughter one day, I think I've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. said to me, you know, I feel like I don't exist if yeah. I'm not on social media, because that's where everything's happening. So, really problematic. so yes, it's like a social suicide if you're yeah. not. But you can be a particular way on social media, which I guess is the whole point of this. And that's the question. So Natalie, who lives in Holland, said, Mm. my girls are 13 and 15. Their accounts are private. I know everyone on them. Mm. They're very careful of what they share. But once they're 18, they can do what Mm. they like. I just want to stop there for a second because I was talking to a woman who works in HR. And I mentioned this and she said, hmm, yeah, people think their accounts are private. I'm going to tell you now, when people come in for a job, I get every single one of them and say, you have to sign this form if you want to proceed with this job application so that we can look through your social media accounts. Mm. And she said, and we can see everything. We can see who you followed. We can see. And she said, we come back with this massive dossier of everything they've been doing. And she said, I can't tell you the amount of times I've seen things. I, I also where they've, they've liked something. And when you've looked into the detail, it's, um, it's misogynistic homophobic whatever Gosh. she said we look at those things and if there's something that's a red flag we will go back to them and say we can't we can't proceed with this application
1: wow
0: so it's not private and the i spoke to a friend in america who was hiring and he was he got down to the last three candidates he loved this woman he thought she was amazing he was so excited to to have her on board they did that and, yeah. and there was a big red flag and he said, we couldn't hire her. And I said, what was it? And he said, oh, I can't divulge. Yeah. And I said, well, did you tell her? And he said, no, because I'll get sued. Oh, my God. So you might... So it's the point a being... There's kind of not a lot of room for curiosity
1: and just weirdly searching occasionally if you're bored at 2am. <laughs> I, think, I think if you're searching, it's okay. I think if okay. you start
0: liking things, okay. yeah. then you... you, you but my you're point is, there, yeah. we all think we're it's sort of private. private yeah. And, you know, if you're behind a wall, it's going to yeah. be fine. You don't understand that if you want to be in a position of seniority in the Mm. future, this could well impact it. Is that right? I don't know. No, No, probably not. But this is the truth and it's there. Yeah. So I think we need to understand. And what platform, I'm just
1: sitting here curiously for my own kids. What platforms are these? Because mine don't seem to... You know, they're not really interested in Instagram anymore. Um, it's all on Snapchat, which disappears. And I know it, that's very problematic. And we've discussed that as well. But are we talking, what are we talking? Oh, ins- All of, all of them?
0: TikTok, Instagram. Posting I mean, wherever, TikTok, wherever yeah. they are. Leaving a post. Wherever yeah. they are. Um, the Vogue writer said that she had broken up with her partner and said, I felt like I should put a bikini shot up there Mm -hmm. because I was participating in some sort of obligatory marketing campaign. Hello, I'm the new product on the shelf. Who wants to try? And she said, it's a routine that's been well established for us. You break up with someone, feel sad, post a thirst trap, feel better. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Right. So, so there's also, so there's that. So now there's also the sense of, is this a good use of my time? And I bring that up because the logistics of taking one of these photos shouldn't be underestimated. <laughs> so, I mean, do you take it in a bedroom? Is, have you got a messy room behind you? I, mean, I see some of lighting. these photos and I'm like light, lighting, <laughs> lighting exactly. And trying to get the right we've, lighting and editing we've it. We all put on
1: clothes in H H&M and M and thought. Yes. No.
0: And, yeah, exactly. And the, and and the whole thing is the lighting will completely transform completely. how you look. Completely, and you have to not look like you've tried too hard no. it, looks, it needs to look effortless <laughs> oh, and a friend of mine came back from South Africa and she said she'd been at Camps Bay mm. and a gaggle of girls arrived she said it was the most beautiful setting mm. and they all got onto the rocks and they spent a good hour mm-hmm. posing taking selfies Yep. no one looking like they were really having a lot of fun and then they left Wow. and she said I just thought what a waste of life this is so depressing yeah get in the pool Gov. <laughs> exactly water, have, a have swim. some fun why not try living instead so yeah. it's I think I think they've, they're very trapped they're very trapped them.
1: and it's it's we've talked about this a few times isn't it, haven't we it's it's social capital it's like yes. what to be a teenager to be a teenage girl you, you want to fit in yes. and you want to be liked and you want to, so, and social capital is very much how you look sadly whether you like it or not and having a bikini body gets Attention, the then it gets you dopamine and a fix and all of that, it's
0: kind of impossible. And if you're so. feeling a bit left out and you suddenly you go, Oh well I, I look I won the lottery, I got the yeah. body. Then you can post that and somehow yeah. you you then have become elevated Absolutely. with no other things involved. Then you've got great boobs. Yeah, <laughs> great, good for you. <laughs> um and so so then the next question is what are women being told about what's acceptable? Mm. And Natalie pointed out, I'm sick of women being told pretty equals worth mm. and then also being told to cover up. You know, all these double standards. And she says we should regulate the boys. Uh, The other mid-20s woman said, "I, I agree. I think the more constructive approach is to tackle the issue of men's behavior online rather than censoring what women can and can't post. Yes hundred percent.
1: And celebrating the women who are maybe look a bit different. Yes. Because it's a narrative, isn't it? There is yes. a narrative out there that goes, it doesn't matter what you look like. It's what's inside. Yes. It's your brains, et cetera, et cetera. There is a strong narrative out there, which is slowly pushing forward and then being pushed back and then coming forward and then being pushed back. But really genuinely celebrating those women who offer something different, who are genuinely yes. celebrated because they've done something extraordinary with their brains or yes. they have an unbelievable artist or musician or or something that they have done that is is amazing. um and they look maybe slightly different or they don't fit the criteria of the bikini body and genuinely celebrating them. And I think the more of them there are out there, the more that will the quicker they will filter through.
0: and i I love that, and I think it's really important when we're talking to our teens to celebrate the other things that they are, Mm -hmm. the other thing, you're not a body with boobs Mm -mm. that needs to be flaunted. You are so many other things. The problem is when they're teenagers, they're searching for those other things.
1: They are. Yeah. And it comes back to that,
0: quote that my kids roll their
1: eyes out when I say, <laughs> again, you look amazing darling and it's the least, the least interesting yes. thing about you. And I
0: love that quote, I and think go, it's yeah, spot yeah, on yeah. <laughs> No, it's spot on and it's very interesting because Taylor Swift made this point she said, I don't feel great when I'm fed messages that it's more important to be edgy and sexy and cool mm. and she said girls are being fed these messages by the pop- popular cliques at school and that's all cascading down from the media and what we seem to prioritise in women and she said my life doesn't gravitate around those things mm. she said, I'm imagining." Yes, smart and hardworking, mm. but those values aren't necessarily what's celebrated no. in pop culture. No, they're and not I love sexy. that point yeah. because because the truth is she's in- immensely successful. Yes, but uh, you know she's offering other things. Anyway, mm. male comments um, on on this topic. I do think slightly less of people who post bikini pictures on Instagram. Uh, A lot of my self-absorbed and insecure friends do it, like you can be proud of your body and love your body, but going Mm. around flaunting it to everyone is a bit kind of over the top. Another one said, if every other picture on her feed is a bikini picture, I'll read that as her having nothing to say about her life other than that she's attractive, Mm. which comes across as shallow and vain. Mm. Um, again it's and, and then someone else said, Look, social media shouldn't be that serious. No, it's really I'm not also that deep. thinking do we care what these people <laughs> yes. think? Like Do we care? <laughs> do no we quite. Care? Like no. do we care about
1: somebody having an opinion about
0: someone else posting bikinis? Yes. No. <laughs> but the point is like if there. you are posting it then you 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 can you want something yeah, but what do, want? Something, yeah. what do you want what
1: do you want um, maybe the focus shouldn't be on those it should be on supporting them elsewhere in yes. life like we just spoke about yes. you know getting away from that not stop trying to fix the problem by fixing that problem but by supporting their lives in other areas and then suddenly the bikini the whole bikini issue just gets smaller Yes, naturally. Yes.
0: Um, one guy said, I don't think less of her, but I do think differently of her. Mm. And I'd be much more likely to try and discuss sexual topics with her. Mm. Um, so we, we need to have awareness of that, don't we? We need, we need to know to that. Have our and daughter's actually, awareness
1: yes. of that. If they've fallen into that, thinking that it feels good and it's the right thing to do because everyone else is doing it, give them alternatives.
0: And uh, one mother I spoke to said, I wouldn't be happy with my daughter. I've absolutely said no way at your age. Mm. She's 15. She said, because I don't think she's ready for Mm. the kind of response she'll get Mm. because she will get um, people saying mean things about her or Mm. she'll get people saying sexual things about her or to her. And she said she's not ready. And we have to be careful how we do that, don't we? Because it
1: can really, really easily feel really shameful for the girls. Absolutely. If we go, don't do that, that's an awful thing to do. Why are you putting your boobs out there kind of thing? Or your bikini or whatever it is you're doing. And then suddenly they have this awful kind of hand over mouth feeling of, (gasps) oh! That's all, you know, shame and your body is absolutely not where you want to go with it.
0: (laughs) I completely agree. Uh, We need to, you know,
1: really emphasize that they are beautiful, however they look like, however they look in a bikini. Um, They're beautiful and wonderful. And maybe posting it's not the best thing to do and like really separating the two things.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I want to give a shout out for the flip side. Mm. So we've got these gorgeous girls with these amazing bodies Mm. posting pictures Mm. and they're being seen. By whoever is a friend of theirs mm. or whoever sees it, who will take it in whatever spirit mm. they take it. Most of the women I speak to actually say, I don't mind. I don't I mm. or some of the older women say, I, I wish I didn't mind. Mm. I, I'm trying not to mind. Yeah. Um, but I spoke to another woman with a daughter who's progressively put on weight mm. and she feels worse and worse about herself. Mm. Um, because she doesn't fit into mm. this. Ideal, yeah. And so I got this horrible sense that there, that there are these girls who feel good about themselves yeah. and they're posting, and yeah. we're really happy for them. Yeah. And then there are all the spectators who are sitting on the sidelines, feeling worse and worse about feeling themselves. Out, yeah. I'll never and I to. find that really upsetting. Yeah. yeah and no, that's that the reason why I would feel uncomfortable, not to do with whether that girl should or shouldn't show her body yeah, no, it's yeah. actually the impact it has on the other people mm. and the normalization of a certain type of body and the mm. thing about the people who do post photos who do have a different mm. type of body is they have to write you know i'm it's a political thing mm. i'm happy with my body they kind of have to shout mm. about it because otherwise people will go well who are you mm. like well, like you're not right yeah. you don't, that like that poor woman got this awful response from people. I mean, yeah. you're probably going to get a response anyway. Mm. And you have to be ready for that onslaught. And I'm so admiring of people who are prepared to put themselves out there to try and change that narrative.
1: Yeah, there is a big, big wave out there, isn't there? Of people trying to, to, to change that narrative, mm. which is really beautiful and really important. But it's a minority
0: and they do have to shout loudly about it. They have to shout loudly about it. And I think what parents can do, be compassionate, use it as an opportunity to ask your girls and boys to actively think about what what's going on. Mm. Create speed bumps by saying, so show them photos and say, well, what do you think? Because mm. they'll often go, oh, it's fine. Mm. But just say, no, I mean, genuinely, what do you think is the intention behind that posting of that photo? Mm. Is there, what are they saying to you? What's the need behind it? What's the need behind it? If you were going to post that photo what are you doing? Why? And it's not that you shouldn't, it's Mm. that what be intentional Mm. about everything you do. Mm. Say, ask them to show you what they think is a good example, a good post, and what isn't a good example. Why? Mm. And it's about helping them to start thinking more clearly about what they think. How do these posts make you feel? How does this post make other people feel? What are the rules? amongst Mm. your friends do you have do you know what they are Mm. um do people feel that there are right and wrong ways to be online and just be meaningful in every post just before you put something up just think what what's behind what's my need why what What do I need to get
1: out of this and there can be different ways of that can't there because there's a short-term need and that's kind of a knee jerk oh I want want to feel better immediately I need that dopamine rush I I feel a bit bad today like the you know, break, the breakup example you gave, mm. of posting a bikini. I need, I need to feel better. That's yes. a, a knee jerk, un, very understandable human reaction, but it's a, a it's a short term fix. This hurts. Mm-hmm. Help me with it, or there might be a long term need. I want, you know, it's more strategic or something else. But what is your need, and is is it a? Is it a knee-jerk reaction or is it something you've actually thought through?
0: And I think once you identify that need, you've got something you can work with. So Mm. you can say, are there other ways you can fill that need? Are there other things you could be doing that would make you feel happier long-term rather than just a Mm. short-term hit?
1: And I think in general, celebrating women's bodies is absolutely amazing and beautiful and wonderful the way to go. And, And to be honest, when I've seen posts, I get the impression that most women and most girls maybe teenagers are unbelievably lovely to Mm -hmm. each Mm -hmm. other yes yes they somebody posts something and then there's like a barrage of oh
0: you look great hun or you look
1: beautiful and all of those beautiful comments yes which is really lovely so Mm -hmm. for most of them it's it's really lovely but obviously that doesn't work out well for all of them so there is like the idea of celebrating is it's beautiful but it has to be done
0: with intention with intention uh, that's pretty much it. If you found this useful, please send it to at least one person or share it on social media. <laughs> Not wearing a bikini. <laughs> we love reviews. We love hearing from you. We read everything, don't we, Susie? We do. Uh, if you suggest an idea, we will cover it. Just be patient. We will mm. get to you because sometimes things get bump up. The ra- you know yeah. my to-do list yeah, shout a bit louder and we'll listen yeah we'll listen uh, <laughs> you can find all of our episodes on www.teenagersuntangled.com and also sign up for my newsletter Susie you've been doing some really excellent reels on social media thank you very much for provoking reels <laughs> thank yes you. and I, I'm very much enjoying them not in my bikini just to maybe be clear maybe one day maybe maybe no one never day. <laughs> they will
1: never be in my bikini
0: just to be clear as well <laughs> and susie's doing a lot with business teams helping them yes. work together better because yeah. that's one of the things about mindfulness it's communication communication workplace. you know
1: learning how to to calm down and yes. do all those lovely things
0: yeah. so where can you be reached susie
1: on my website is the best place to find me. And then you can find all the different things within that. And that is www.amindful-life.co.uk.
0: And that is in the podcast notes too. I just wanted to also mention that I will put in the podcast notes um, a an article I found on emotional eating that I thought was excellent mm. because it's another one of the eating issues. Amazing. Uh, so I'll put that in the bottom. Don't forget to hit the follow button so you don't miss a thing. Big hug from us. Bye for now. Bye-bye.